Arnold Palmer alert! Arnold Palmer alert! Who wants some Arnie Palmies? Ooh. Arnie Palmies. Oh, it looks so delicious, DB. It looks so delicious. What I... up, golf addicts? Hmm. How are we doing? What movie is that from, Pat? Do you know? I believe that is from uh, Step Brothers. Nope. My favorite funny movie of all time. It's something like that, though, isn't it? It's got Will Ferrell. Uh, Will Ferrell with the uh, other guy, um, the good-looking guy. You literally just said the name of it. It's called The, the Other Guys. Yes. Yes. Okay. When they go to, when they go to Christina's, Christina's yes. house. Why did, I, why did I say Stepper? Okay, anyway. Pew, pew. Arnold Palmer alert. Who wants some Arnie Palmies? Mm. It's Christina. Love that movie. The best. Um, yo, API. 2023 DraftKings DFS betting preview. I'm DB. Pat's with me. We're ready to rock and roll. It's going to be a great Let's night. Listen, we're giving away a lot of things tonight. Not just good information, probably some laughs, a few chuckles. We're actually giving away some stuff. So don't skip, okay? We're going to give away cash. We're going to give away all kind of stuff. So don't you just be ready to go. All right? We're going to kick it off. Uh, we're going to kick it off with this, Pat. Before we recap the Honda, we're going to get into a few things here. Um, we've got a fun contest called the Family Sweat Bet. And that, this is a betting thing, but it's going it, to – people that listen to the DraftKings show only can still win the money. Our friends at Leaderboard are going to run a contest starting this week through Masters Week. The Nut Hut is picking, a, out of a few options, a certain bet to sweat every week together as a family. Okay, It's the Family Sweat Bet. And if that bet hits between now and Masters Week, then someone who downloads the leaderboard app using our link in the description of this podcast or YouTube video, as long as you download the leaderboard app using our link, you, you activate the account, you give it a shot. It's a great app. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything. Nothing in the app costs you anything. It's just a great app to use on the golf course with your friends. If you're betting, if you're, if you're just playing a solo round, if you want to keep up with your stats, if you want a GPS deal, if you want uh, just the best golf app there is, download the app for free. That's a win. And anyone who downloads it, if this bet hits, one lucky winner is going to get some straight cash homie from our friends at Leaderboard. So uh, it's a $50, they're doing a $50 bet on the bet that we pick. And this week's bet was voted on by the Nut Hut. And it is Adam Schink to top 20 at plus 850. That is the bet. So everyone write that down. That's who you're sweating. If you downloaded the leaderboard app and you, you have it, you did it, you, you, you done did it, and Adam Schink finishes top 20 at plus 850, you could be winning the cash from leaderboard. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah. that, that was the number on DraftKings Sportsbook today, the only, only book that had top 20s up before the show tonight. So it's a DK Sportsbook number. Throw something down in there. Now, now the, the Nut Hut turned down a few other selections. Maybe we can talk about that in the betting show. But the Nut Hut shows the bet. So you guys, I mean, I gave you four options, and, and you, picked the, you picked this one. Don't be mad if one of the other ones hits and you guys didn't pick it. It's, it's on them. But I'm excited about the, uh, the, the family sweat bet. It's going to be a good time. Thank you to our friends at Leaderboard. And like I said, you can download the app in the description of the video or podcast. Uh, Pat, what a week, huh? Yes, what a week. You know, a week ago tonight, week and about 30 minutes ago, 
you were you were just a grown ass man drawing a butterfly on your face, looking yeah, for some magic. Yeah, and you found it, my friend. Dang, you found it. Chris Kirk wins the Honda. We're going to talk about that a, lo- a little bit more in the betting show. But uh, we were all over Chris Kirk. We were all over Chris Kirk on every show. Nut Hut chat, live chats, tons of winning screenshots in the Nut Hut winning tr- uh, channel today. I noticed saw a bunch of that. Did you see John Sayers' Prize Picks? Uh, s- week that he had by the way i didn't happen to see it i was too busy uh, basking in the glory of my my win finally <laughs> I, so. I don't know how i mean like if you're tailing if you tail john sayer in the in the nut hut t- this week with the prop stuff you you made a lot of money i thought i had a decent week in price picks i gave you two winning slips this week um we're very close to another one but john sayer was winning people a bunch of money shout out to crazy marcus our lpga you know, oh, yeah. Talker, um, what a week he had. The first week of the LPGA 2023, he posts all his picks exclusively in the Nut Hut. And dang near took down a 300-to-1 winner. She had a four-shot lead going into the, uh, g- going into the final round and lost. Um, but I, I did see a, one Nut Hut member, I can't remember who it was, took down a GPP off of his DraftKings picks. Uh, a lot of people winning the LPGA DraftKings stuff, but had a shot at a 300-to-1 winner. Pat, would you uh, would you dare guess that pronounce that that lady's name, that young lady's name that that he had at three hundred to one? No, I don't want to even. You don't it up on the screen for me to look at it. So, um, okay, can I do that real quick? Let's let's yeah. let's do it real yeah. quick. Let's just put it up here. there. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna type this out. Let's, let's we didn't plan on this, so I gotta I gotta do something. I gotta do something fresh for y'all. Okay, ready? Um, oh boy, oh boy. Okay, hold on. Uh, Pat, just gloat. Yeah, so I'm so happy to finally win a bet, uh, Chris Kirk. And, um, you know, here's the thing. When you become a butterfly and you're reborn, sometimes you're going to, you're going to, this is what happens. Okay. This is what happens. I'm going to talk about a little bit more of this when we get to the betting show, though. I got to thank all my people, BB. Yes, you do. All right, here you go. Are you putting it up on the screen? It's this up. Is not good. It's up. Where? Where is it? It's. I, I'm seeing it. Can Where, the people? Where'd you, where'd you it's put on it? the screen. It's literally where? on the freaking screen. I don't see it. Now do you see it? Now I see it. Now I see okay. it. Okay. Uh oh, good God Almighty. <laughs> uh, not a not a not not a critter, Vontafila. Vontafila. Bong. Okay. All right. That that was probably gonna, that's probably gonna get us in trouble. I I guess. Um, it was a great week. We had it. We had a good time. Uh, in the Nut Hut, a lot of people went in. It was a fun sweat to see Chris Kirk do his thing. There was also carnage. Pat, we talked about it. Mm-hmm. We warned you. We warned you. Out of the out of the top fifteen highest owned players, on average. In DraftKings last week, three of them, just three, finished in the top 20. And all three of them, we recommended. Only three of them finished in the top 20. The rest of them, all the other chalk, busted. Just busted. So, um, now, we, we got a few things wrong. Listen, I, I, make, I make no apologies for my sleepers video last week. I think it was an entertaining sleepers video, if anything. It was free. And you probably got some laughs. But our boy, 
Jesus Borak Kodak Black did not come through. Although he was looking real good through the first nine holes. Maybe I think it was 11 holes on round one, only just round one. But he was looking really good. He was like even or plus one through 11. And that was looking good for a guy at a bare minimum price. But I picked the wrong guy at a bare minimum price. I should have picked Ryan Gerard out of UNC. I didn't do that. Um, and I make no apologies for it. And I make no apologies for the other selection. It was a fun sleepers video, and I warned you. But I did get that wrong. Um, but other than that, I mean, it was, a, it was a great week, huh? But there was some yeah, carnage. It, hey, we just continue, though, to just really do well for the Honda. We do. It's, it's amazing to me, like, this tournament, everybody wants to shun it. Yeah. They want to shun it. Honda's not going to be sponsored anymore. All these kind of people that, you know, it's in between these elevated events. But you and I just continue to do well for the Honda. So it's steadily becoming one of my favorite events on tour. Now, I got, I got to go at some point now. I mean, be we amongst hit, my people. Be amongst my people at the Honda. We or whatever they're going to call it. They should just call it the Butterfly next. It's the Butterfly <laughs> Invitation. The Butterfly, butterfly in the Sky. Remember that? Um, <laughs> they, uh, we've hit four of the last five winners at the Honda, officially, on our betting card. Four yeah. of the last five. And how about this? Three out of the last five winners, all Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. UGA loves them some Honda, huh? Maybe uh, should be maybe should be sponsored by UGA's athletic department next year. They got cash. Can I ask a question? Because mm -hmm. I I forgot I must have forgot. And and the chat's popping in front of me, and you know how I get when I get you know it's like squirrels already. Like are we serious? Or butterflies? I should say butterflies are all over the place. What what's the deal with the EVR? Did we say something? Were you just talking about EVR? I was not, but that is definitely one that we got wrong. We, we definitely got Oh, that was something we got wrong, so we're going to hear about it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right, that's what it was. All right. Um, I just wanted yeah. to make sure. I heard about. I heard him a couple times in the chat, so I just wanted to make sure I knew and yeah. remembered what that was about. Yeah, I mean, I do get things wrong, DB. No. Did you know that? <laughs> Did you no. know that? Wait, how could anyone get betting on golf wrong? I don't get it. It was a good week. Also, you know what else was a great week? We did our, our, our hatred lineups that we built for each other. And uh, in just poetic fashion, just poetic fashion, if you're in the nut hut, you know that Matt Wallace is very polarizing in the hut. He's, he triggers a response in the nut hut. And um, I, I had Matt Wallace on my roster because I know that Pat hates him very much. And it just happened to come down to Matt Wallace late on Sunday as I was down, I think, one point to Pat. And I needed Wallace to birdie 18. And did he? Of course he did. He's Matt Wallace. So I took Pat's uh, hatred lineup down with my hatred lineup. I think we both got, what, three or four through the cut? We the got three. And, and did you... Do you want to say what the point differential was, or do you want to put it, it was up? like two? It was like two and a half points or something. It was literally two and a half points. Yeah, yeah. Thank and, you. And Matt Wallace tried to lose it for you. He really did. He had like well of two doubles on the back nine, and then and I had the same thing because I had Svensson, yep. who doubled fifteen or sixteen. It was it was just a complete crap show down the stretch of who could be worth to try and win it for somebody. And you know what? Yes. Matt Wallace did it for you. Which so means I got to get the wheel. Hang on. Oh, Matt Wallace, I cannot stand that guy. And I keep this this damn betting wheel is just never. Now you, it's, you already what, know it. What, 
I'm so tired of this betting wheel. We need to change this thing up. Ready? I want to be able to spin the wheel. I need when you come next week, bring it here to Savannah. Okay. Ready? Week long <laughs> week long social media love confession. The winner picks who? Okay. So for a week, this is probably an easy one for you, Pat. Now you do owe us you, you do owe us the the um Instagram and Twitter uh sexy picture of yourself. You still haven't you still haven't paid that well, one. Well, I'm getting my body in the right. You spot definitely don't want to get you don't want to get behind more than two bets that you have to pay off. No, no, but I want to get the, I want to get my body in the right spot. It's almost there for where it okay. needs to be for the pictures. Okay, so I get to pick who every day for a week you have to go and do some sort of love confession or write write some very thoughtful, sweet, loving messages to on Twitter. Um, I get to pick who that is. And I would love the help of the people watching. So if you're watching, drop a comment on the YouTube uh, version, if you don't mind. Tell me what we should do. It could be a player. It could be a caddy. It could be a social media influencer. It could be, it could be anybody. Uh, let, let's, let's, let's make this a lot of fun. So Whoever we want that to be, that Pat is, and you're going to have to like sign it, Pat. It can't be just tweet it because everybody thinks it's from me. So you got to have to, you got to write out Pat on this thing. This is from you. Oh, yeah, I know. When so, we, I, yeah. I know a that. one week social media love fest. That'll be fun. Um, all right. Good stuff. Let's, uh, <clears throat> all right. We got, did we hit everything? I got so much damn stuff to cover. All right. Let's, let's talk about the, let's talk about this week. We, let's talk about this week. Yeah, what a great, week. yeah. I will say like, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the event. I enjoyed like that last week was not about the studs, right? It was about guys who really, really, really needed it. You know, like, I mean, not that they like needed it, but I mean, Eric Cole was a great story. Chris Kirk and the sobriety thing and all that was a great story. Like, I just love, I actually really enjoyed, and I'm a golf, you know, I'm obviously a golf nut. So, I mean, I got into it and I'm sure a lot of people have turned on the TV and they saw Kirk, Cole, Suh, Taylor. And they were like, who? And they moved on and they watched college basketball. But um, I, I definitely, I definitely enjoyed it. Pat, stay out of the damn chat or you will not focus. Stay out of the chat. You won't focus. No, I'm focused on you. I'm listening to you. No, you're you're not. You're grinning. You're talking back to Kistler. That, that's you. You're talking back to Kistler. Just stop. That's Kistler's fault. This is like a classroom. He's the one talking to me. I'm not doing that. I'm just sitting here. If it's like a classroom, the one who talks back is always the one that gets called. It's never the first one. It's never well, the guy. I mean, Kistler's, Kistler's supposed to be Team Pat. He's over there fucking with me. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. Damn it. Now you got to oh, put this. Now, now we're explicit. <laughs> I hope Luke's not listening. You know what else is coming up this week? The big guy over here. The birthday. Whose birthday is it? Whose birthday? Whose birthday is it? Whose birthday? How old are you going to be, Pat? 46. 46. Even numbers. Two even numbers. You know I love it when there's two even numbers. Dude, I cannot believe you're going to be 46. Does that mean like, like when you're 50, are we done? Like is our show just irrelevant at 50? We have to move to like, um, do we have no, to, I, think it, I think it gets even better at 50 DB. If we haven't made it, you know, if they we haven't say made 50 it by then, we have 20. to go. Just be on the golf channel from there on out. No, I think we can. I think we can do something. You know, there's a lot of. Well, I don't want to go that route, but you know, it's it's. Um, I think it's going to be even better when I get to fifty. But let's not talk about fifty yet. Listen, 
Yeah, let's not. Um, leave Pat a nice birthday message in the YouTube comments if you don't mind. Like, subscribe to the video as well. That's a, that's a great birthday present you can give. You can you can do that. Um, also, this week on the same day, Pat is my one year anniversary of full time DB. That's right, because you did I, it on my birthday. Yeah, I can't believe it's been a full year already. It's insane. Um, it's been a very interesting year. It's been a challenging year, but love it and love love all of you guys who support us. Um, and, uh, yeah, we couldn't do it without you. I, we, we really, really appreciate it. So, uh, Wednesday is a big day for us. So maybe, maybe good vibes continue as a result, you know, the rebirthing thing last week and the birthday pad and the one year full-time DB and all that, like, let's just keep the vibes rolling. I think this could be, this could be a great year. Yeah. Great. And a great week. All right. Let's talk about it. 9k, 10k range on DraftKings. We know it's the usual suspects, right? These elevated events all the way from John Rahm to Victor Hovland. So many questions up in here, Pat. I, uh, I guess I'll get to the things that I know for sure first. I know for sure that if I'm playing cash, I'm rolling with Max Homa. Uh, 9,700, you give me, you give me uh, a lock like Max Homa. Now, I guess we should, we should have said this, the weather this week. Ooh. Yo. Yes. I mean... Ooh, we, we haven't really dealt with like a lot of weather situations so far in 2023. I also hope that for the players next week, we don't get any of this. But I mean, we haven't really dealt with real, real, real weather conditions all year. But it looks like the breeze, I mean, the wind is coming for, uh, for Bay Hill. So, you know, all of this with a grain of salt. Like if, you know, if, the, if there's a weather advantage, a tea time advantage, we'll obviously be talking about it on Wednesday. Uh, in both the lunchtime live chat, the Wednesday night live chat in the hut, uh, email, chalk bomb, email, all that stuff will all go out. So um, be on the lookout. But I would say like, we, we can't get too married to these players right now, depending on what's going to happen and how it's all going to shape, shape up yeah. with the weather. But, you know, if all things are considered equal, Max Homa is my cash lock. Um, I, my fa- so if there's one guy in here that you got to pick to fade, the one guy, I think for me, I think for me, it's Patrick Cantlay. And I think hmm. people are going to be surprised by that. because Are he's you not- worried about that at all? Because that was my last fade in, well, outside of last week, but in an event like this, and mm-hmm. it didn't go so well. Well, yes, of course I'm worried. I mean, it's, it's Patrick Cantlay, right? He's a, he's a tremendous player. Um, He's, I mean, fading any guy in this range is going to be, is going to be nerve wracking. But if I have to land on one, I am, uh, I'm going to make it Patrick Cantlay, who I think has intentionally uh, not played here um, because Bay Hill sucks. I mean, just, I really think Bay Hill just kind of sucks. So uh, never really a true, you know, he's kind of underachieved if you ask me on the, uh, on the Florida swing. and I think that's because Patrick, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get the vibe that Patrick really enjoys himself uh, grainy Bermuda hard golf courses like the Honda, which he's never played, like Bay Hill, which he's never played, like Sawgrass, which he's missed the cut the last three years. Uh, now, last year may have been part of that bad wave. I get it. He has two top 25s at Sawgrass in uh, 2017 and 2018. He does have a runner up at the Valspar in 2017. I think all that's good, but I think there's a, you know, if you got to look for a small little reason to avoid a guy, I, I think I've, I think I can, I can justify it, hold my nose and make the fade for Patrick Cantlay. 
That's all that I know. Now, I got questions, but that's all that I know. What about you? Uh, what about me for what? Anything. Questions? Anything? Are you just in the chat? No, I'm not even looking at the chat. I have a few things that I... Well, first off, I don't... I do think there is something for experience here, and Cantlay is, is somebody I'm nervous about. I don't know if he's a complete fade for me, but, um, you know, the interest, here's who I want to talk about. It's Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas has not played this golf tournament since his rookie year. Okay? Which I, don't yep. even know. I, I don't even know what he finished that year. Did he miss a cut? I don't even know. But he is playing this year. Um, I think he's interesting to me. Um, I, I want to play him, but I just don't, I don't know. I wonder where his ownership is going to be because this is, a, you know, if you look at the last few weeks when it comes to these elevated events, you're, you're, the ownership is really, I feel like it's all been the same. You know, it's Rom, it's Rory, it's Max Homa. Scheffler's kind of been lost a little bit, you know, in that 15, 16% range. But JT, I think, is interesting to me as far as, um, you know, could he be a lower-owned GPP-type play? and Or if he is high-owned, then I kind of feel like he's almost like an auto-fade. Yeah. If he's if he's up in like like 18, 19%. I, I just I don't want to play JT at that. Yeah. I don't, I agree. He hasn't shown me enough right now. Not not current JT. Yeah. No. Here, I, here's okay, so so JT's I, I can I can get down with that. I mean for some of the same reasons, you know, with Cantley there. Yeah. Um here's a question. If Rory McElroy breaks even putting. How many strokes does he win by? Because <laughs> Rory McIlroy owns Bay Hill. Like he does. I'm talking owns the sh- out of Bay Hill. Not this like Tiger thing. though, who who not like Tiger really really owned it, won eight times right. here. This is true. But the only thing that has held Rory down has been really really stinky putting, like just bad. I mean you. I, Losing five shots at the Genesis, losing almost, you know, four at the, at the waste management. I mean, it's just very strange for, for Rory. Um, now, you know, the, uh, the Genesis is POA, which is his worst surface by, you know, by far over his career. But um, that's pretty rough for Rory. So, I mean, I, I think if he can get it somewhat figured out with the putter, which when he's played Bay Hill, let's see, he's played here two, four, six, eight, nine. Later, nine times, he's only lost strokes on the greens three times. And those were all pretty low, like one stroke lost total. Um, so he's, he's putted very well here. But the ball striking has been impeccable here. And I just wonder, um, do, who do you think is going to be the most popular out of, I mean, out of those top three? Because that's, that's the thing, Rom, Scheffler, and Rory. Or are they all going to kind of fall in the same spot? I think Rom's going to be the most popular. I just think there's there's so many things about him that are you know too difficult for people to just not want to play. So I, I think Rom's going to be the highest owned. I think Rory's going to be um, probably second, and then Scheffler I think is going to be third again, just like at the Genesis where Scheffler yeah. was around like fifteen or sixteen percent. I do want to go back to Rory though and, and play him. I, I think that you know when you look at what John Rom's doing, Rory is you know he's he's been playing fantastic this year, but hasn't done, at least on the PGA Tour, what Rom's been doing. I think there's a little bit of an edge to him this week that he wants to be like, all right, 
I know all the talk is about John Rom, deservedly so, but let me make let me let me just you know put my name up here a little bit because you know, this is a tournament I've done well on the in the past. I would rather have Rory to be honest this week over Rom, and I think people will be like, oh, you're effing crazy for that. But I think I'm going Rory over Rom this week. I really do, and and I think um, you know I, I'm pretty comfortable with that play. Yeah, the the thing about Rory is you're getting, I mean, dude, it's such a huge price break. For $900 less than John Rahm, you get you get a guy who at least here has a major advantage over John Rahm. You know, we talked about this, we talked about this at the uh, at the waste management. You know, whenever I was talking about Rory and Rahm and everybody was, you know, hot on those two and it was like Rahm clearly has the advantage at at scottsdale he just does yeah and rory clearly has it here um and and the ball striking is has been amazing like i just said so uh you're you're getting a 900 dollars discount and then you're just like hey man hoping for that rory magic on these bay hill greens that he's done so well and i, and I don't i don't mind him at all um I, I was actually messing around with it dude you can you can you can do rom rory builds like this, this yeah. field is so strong, and this is a smaller field, I think, too, than what we saw at the at the Genesis and um, and waste management, if I if I remember correctly. It's a little bit smaller, so a little higher percentage make it through, uh, make it through the weekend. But you can do, you can build Rom and Rory stacks, and and like they're not bad. You can do um, a 10k guy. I was messing around with this. You could do a 10k guy and a couple of 9k guys, and then the rest isn't bad. You can do four. 9k players four and still like be okay with the other two dudes in your lineup the the the, the pricing is like interesting i guess it's soft i mean it's it's somewhat soft maybe after rom it feels like it but i don't know just maybe it's just because it's so deep but it's very easy to build lineups like that um all right any other names in here like that we kind of have questions about like what how do we feel about willie z I mean, I, I love Willie Z. I mean, I yeah. think if I'm playing like my, if you wanted like my three favorite GPP plays, I'm going with Rory, Willie Z, and I'm actually going Xander. I think Xander is going to be kind of a, an odd man out this week. I'm I'm feeling like there could be some low ownership on Xander. Um, you know, he's played decent here in the past. Willie Z, I think, is is a, a just a fantastic fit for this golf course. Um, so I like Willie Z, and then I like Xander. Th- those are those are literally my two favorites in this 9K range um, that I think I'll play. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, everybody else in here outside can't lay. I mean, definitely up for grabs. And, and, and the ownership's going to be spread out a little bit and diluted, so we'll, we'll see how it starts to look and how it starts to shape up on Wednesday. And then the weather waves are going to def, definitely dictate a lot of other things. So that's important to know. Uh, we, do have, we do have a listener league that's going to be that's public. I want to bring that to people's attention right now. So we've always done a free listener league in the Nut Hut, and the winner uh, at the end of the season gets that all-expense-paid trip to come spend a weekend with me and Pat in either Augusta or Savannah, which, by the way, is happening this weekend. We're hosting our friend Bert, who won the listener league last season. Uh, he is. Uh, we're going to all go to Savannah, and we're going to play twice at Pat's course at the landings, including uh, Deer Deer Creek, which hosts the Corn Ferry Tour uh, Corn Ferry Tour event at the landings, we're going to have later lovely... this month or later in March. Yeah, that's so. right. We're going to have a lovely dinner Saturday night. He's going to get to see Pat, maybe in form. You know, if you know what I mean. Yeah, we'll um, 
That's going to be a fantastic weekend for Burt. It's been a fantastic weekend for our previous winners. The only way you get a chance to win that is if you're a paid Nut Hut member and you play in the free weekly contest that we're running uh, there, the Nut Hut on Nidery. However, now we're going to run a paid contest just for, for kicks and giggles, for, for pride, for glory, and for cash. All through our friends at Nidery, it's just it's a new game, and it's a different game than what you see out there in the golf DFS streets, and we've enjoyed it. It's a tiers. We're going to run the tiers game. They've got a couple of different versions, including one called Survive the Cut that's kind of like a daily game. It's pretty unique and fun. Um, so the Nidery, the, the Nidery app, you're going to download. You can click the link in the description of this video or podcast description. It's there. Or if you download the app without using the link, you can search the uh, search for games and you can search by host name. And the host name is Tour Junkies, Tour Space Junkies. And that will get you to our paid game. It is a public game. We're going to start small this week because we've never done a public listener league in eight years. So it's a 60 man league or 60 entry league, three max entry, $20 per entry. And it pays out to the top six finishers. So t- t- pays out to the top 10%. Um, they're on Nidery. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's a tiers-based game. So you're going to have tier you know, A, B, C, D, E. Pick certain players from each tier. Uh, cumulative score, all that good stuff. So check that out. Link in the description. Or if you just download the Nidery app and search Tour Space Junkies, we are your host. So join us. And let's start. Uh, let's do a little, little public money game public money game that is separate from the listener league where you get the, the the paid trip nothing changing there that's that that is normal all right so 8k range pat let's talk about it i mean as exciting as some of these names are in here do we actually think anybody's i mean when i was just tinkering around playing with lineups and stuff i mean i already mentioned the rom and rory builds the four 9k builds you can make the 10 the one 10k player and two 9k player builds you can get and if you do basically any of those, you are essentially going to have to punt on the 8K range altogether because you're not going to have enough salary space. So this is going to be one of those weeks where this range is going to get plenty of talk and plenty of chatter and people are going to write up guys that are in this place. But when it comes down to actually clicking names and making lineups, it would not shock me if this range is, is definitely full of guys who – are not very high owned in, in GPP contests on DraftKings. See, I would be happy if that was the case then. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely an, an option, opportunity to pivot for sure. Yeah, I mean, I think you can pivot. I think um, you make a good point about being able to take, a, you know, two, three guys up in this top range and, and you know, maybe forget about the AK range, but there's just some really good plays down here. I mean, you start with Jason Day right in the middle. 8,500, been playing fantastic. He's won this golf tournament before. I mean, he is, to me, if you're p- playing cash, too, I would play Jason Day. I think you plug him into a cash lineup. Um, I-, I would feel really good about that. But you look at the stats, I mean, approach, top 20 in the field. This is over the last 24 rounds. Top 10 off the tee. He's second in bogey avoidance. And there's a lot of trouble around this golf course. You can't forget that with this golf course. It's not like... It's probably not the carnage that people would think of when they think of the Honda last week, but there's still carnage that, that, yeah. that happens here at the API. So you got to avoid the, those big numbers. Um, a lot of the players will tell you that. I was listening to Justin Thomas talk about it today. You know, the big thing this week or, th- or today is the Seminole Pro, the pro member, you know, and all those guys are there, and there's a ton of them that are playing this week. 
there at that tournament. JT was on the radio this morning talking about it. And he talked about that fact with this with the API that you really have to avoid a lot of the big numbers out here. And Jason Day, I think, is one of those people that can do that. And then he's also a he's you know great scrambler, good putter on Bermuda. So Jason Day is one that I'm really looking at that I think you can just plug in, especially for a cash play. I think you can play him in GPPs as well and feel pretty confident about. What do you think of Jason Day? Is he kind of like, like if you're like looking in the 8K range, is he the first one you go to? Or do you have another one that you like? He's not the first one I go to, but I mean, he's, I definitely I definitely love the guy. I mean, th- there's not a name in the 8K range that if they had a shot to win down the stretch, I would be concerned about. I mean, uh, I mean Cam Young is definitely one that you're kind of waiting for that to finally happen, but um, the dude's had so many runner-ups and big positions, I-, I think he's fine. But Jason Day's definitely a name I'm looking at. I mean, past winner at this event, all the things you mentioned, Oh, you know what I was going to do, Pat? I forgot about this. I want to have a little fun because Jason Day reminds me of this. In each range, I want you to think of the most Arnie-esque player in the range. You know what I mean? Like, beloved by all, super, super just good dude, good person. Uh, will give you the shirt off his back. Everybody loves him, worships him. If he keeps playing on tour for another four or five decades and wins, and they'll have a tournament named after him somewhere at some terrible Florida golf course just like this one. Uh, so in the AK range, I was thinking those, those two people would have to be either Jordan or Jason Day. Yeah, they'd have to be. There's no other. I have, yeah. Maybe and, Sam and, Burns eventually. No, he's not there yet. He's, he's not personable enough. Like He's not out there. He doesn't put himself out there enough to me. He has, you know, a, gotta be out he has a local junior tournament here in Savannah named after him already. Uh, so what? So what? Um, I, I, don't, I don't put Sam Burns. You can't put Sam Burns in over Jordan Spieth or Jason Day to be no, 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 I'm not. I'm not saying. I said potentially down the line you could have a Sam Burns. What about in the 9K range? I, I can't decide between three names. I think I can, actually. Morikawa, Max Homa, or Tony Finau. I think it's Tony Fino. Uh, like, n- no one dislikes Tony Fino. There are probably people who dislike Max Homa because he roasts people on Twitter or he's opinionated or whatever. Yeah, so or he doesn't I'd probably go Homa over Fino, but I, th- I see where you're going there. The other advantage that, that Fino has. What about Victor Hovland, though? No, no, not, not yet. Not yet. The I other, mean, he's the, just kind of like, Ehh! You know, well, he feels like what, he could. He's he's uh. That's not what Arnie he was. He could drink some Arnie Palmers and then do his thing. Like, I well, don't that's know. not what Arnie was though. Like, and Victor, you know, you know what I thought of with Victor was the the rules controversy at the players with Daniel Berger and Joel Damon in the group, and Hovland was kind of like the one that was like standing by it. And I was like, okay, dang, which I I, I respect, but a little contra- you know, controversy, right? But. The other thing that Finau has on both of those guys, he's got five damn kids, dude. He's got five kids. He's religious. He's uh, he just like name one thing that Tony Finau's ever done or said that's even remotely could remotely be construed as, you know what, what I mean? Do? Wait, what are we doing here? What are we comparing him to Arnold? Are we comparing yeah. like he's like the complete opposite of Arnold Palmer? How? Because Arnie was kind of a womanizer, you mean? Uh, let, let's see. Arnie, like, <laughs> drank a lot. I'm not trying to, like, bash. Yeah, I mean, I love true. Arnie. Arnie this drank a lot. 
He smokes cigarettes. He had a great time. All well, everybody, everybody, I'm not did. saying Finau doesn't have a good time, but he did all these things. Like he was great for the game of golf, but I don't think Finau is anything like Otto Palmer is. I'm maybe trying to think of like maybe it's Homa. Maybe it's Homa. I mean, the, you know, I mean, I actually got to speak with Mr. Palmer, and the only thing he he did say to me was that he was going to go get a massage from a real nice young lady in the in the Augusta National Clubhouse after his round. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I, I could see Max Homa saying that in his old age, and not Tony Fino. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to the AK range. I, I think it's um, I, you know, Day just to me embodies Bay Hill in in a lot of ways. So yeah, I mean, I I like it. Obviously, he's playing really well. Uh, there, I mean, every name in here is is. Very interesting, especially when we start seeing ownership numbers. And and to think through that, like, where do we think Chalk is going to go? I, I think Keith Mitchell is going to get a little love because he's cheap. And it just feels like Keith is really close right now. The game is close. Um, and he's played, you know, played Bay Hill well. A uh, couple top six finishes there in 2020, 2019. I think he's going to be one that people are going to like. I think Terrell Hatton is one at 8,300. Jason Day. I don't know what to make of... Uh, uh, of Spieth, so I'm going to leave him out of it. But I think Sungjae potentially, just because it's Sungjae, dude. But I, I have questions about Sungjae's home life right now. Like, he got married, and I think it was Kenny, wasn't it Kenny Kim on the Pat Mayo draft that we did, was like saying it, it kind of depends on what kind of Korean wife he got. Remember when he said that? I don't know if it was about Sungjae yeah, or did. about Siwoo. But I mean, like, I'm, I'm looking at Sungjae, and I'm thinking like, okay, dude got married in the offseason. Maybe he's going to like be at home more and he's going to, you know, he's going to want to be with his new wife and, you know, settle down a little bit, quit playing 56 events a year. And no, no, Sanjay's just full, like ripping rare and ready, ready to go. He's played freaking this. This will be like his eighth event of the week of this of 2023, barely skips any event. Um, I'm just wondering if he's, you know, if he's trying to stay, you know, I mean, as sometimes us men do, we try to stay out of the house and stay on the golf course. And I'm wondering if that's what's happening with Sungjae, but I don't know what to make of him. Um, but those are my thoughts on ownership. I, I think for cash, I'm going Keith Mitchell. I think Keith Mitchell at AK, if I compare that up with like Max Homa, that's a good cash start to me. I love how Keith Mitchell is playing right now too. He just seems to have so much confidence. You know what? He kind of, You talk about a guy in the AK range that could be like Arnie, Arnie Palmer is Keith Mitchell. Dresses like him, visor like him, cashmere, I mean, like that cashmere sweater he wears. I mean, he's the one. Yeah, Keith Mitchell uh, could not. be the one. So, and I like Keith Mitchell a lot, though. I just, I just love the way he just feels like he's swinging with so much confidence. He's played well here in the past. Um, I know the last couple of years haven't that he's played here haven't been so great. But you look going back to um, 2019 and 2020, he's got two top 10 finishes. And I think he's in that kind of form right now. Yeah. You know, more like those two years than, than what we've seen the last two years here. And Bay um, Hill's kind of like the Honda last week, where like course history can be kind of all over the map, I feel like, because there is some, you know, an element of variance here that's pretty high relative yeah. to a lot of other tournaments. Do you know the two players? So there's like two guys in here. That other than we, if we just talk about guys that we like, because we can, you know, literally talk about the whole field in these in these yeah. elevated events. But two guys to me that are are the question guys, the guys that you're going to look at your lineup and you really get scared. And you this know, is crazy. You, I'm just going to ask you this question. You're going to be like, you're going to put these two guys in your lineup, and you're going to think, I, I could be 
really pissed off on Friday, or I could be extremely happy, and it's Matthew Fitzpatrick mm-hmm. at eighty eight hundred, and Sam Burns at the bottom. Ooh, of the okay. okay, you missed one for okay. okay. Those, those are the two guys to me that are the mo- that you're going to be very concerned about because there's also the, a little bit of fear of missing out because you're going to be kind of like, damn, Matthew Fitzpatrick has played here a lot. He's finished in the top ten four straight years here. How can I not put Matthew Fitzpatrick in? And then you're going to start, and you're going to go. This is this is this is the process, TV. Then you're going to go and look at some. You're going to look at your little model, and you're going to be like, "Damn, his strokes gain approach sucks right now. His ball striking sucks right now." Yeah, I don't know if I can put put Matthew Fitzpatrick now. His putting looks okay. And then you're going to go down. You're going to look. All right, let's look at the bottom and let's go in the AK range. Sam Burns. Sam Burns, Bermuda Burns, number two in putting in the field. Oh, crap. His, his ball striking is terrible. His approach is terrible. Everything about it is terrible. But you want to put Sam Burns in there. So those are two guys to me that I'm going to be like, like looking at, yeah. thinking, do I really want to take the risk on them? Because I feel like I could be trapped into it. And the one that I feel like is going to trap me the most is, is Fitzy, not Sam Burns. Well, maybe that's an indication of where the chalk might not go in this range, potentially. I mean, I, I had Fitzy as a question, right? When are, when are the irons going to arrive to the U.S.? Because they've been lost in luggage somewhere. We don't know where they are. He's, he's not had them for a minute, and that is weird. And it's not what you want at Bay Hill. I mean, the reason Tiger won here so much is because Tiger was the greatest iron player in the world, among a lot of other things. But his irons were incredible. And, and at Bay Hill, you don't have to have bomb drives, despite what Bryson did you know, and, and got a lot of publicity for, you don't. Uh, I, I put an interesting statistic in the Nut Hut today about, about driving the ball at Bay Hill. And it, it, it definitely, you, you better have your irons dialed here. So that is a concern for me with Fitzy, for sure. The other name that I wrote down, because I was literally going to ask you the same question, who is the scariest guy to click in this range? Because they all look fairly safe enough, and they're all mm-hmm. guys who we do know could, could close the door and win. But who's the scariest thing to pick? And there was one that I thought you were going to say that you didn't. So it's Jordan Spieth to me a little bit. Yeah, so I agree there, too. Part yeah. of that's because he burned the heck out of me because I, I was all in. I, was, I went very heavy J- Jordan Spieth at the Genesis after seeing that iron play at the Waste Management. And I was just believing that the, that, you know, the, the putter would somehow just not be terrible and it was worse and he trunk slammed. So I think there's some question marks there with Jordan. So, you know, ownership will shape out. Weather wave advantages will shape out. We'll figure, we'll see what happens. Um, But we need to move on. We need to get to the 7K range. We're going to do our 6K range draft. So um, you don't want to miss that. I said I was going to give away a bunch of stuff today. And here, here's another giveaway, okay? And this one's, again, stupid easy for you to do. The Augusta merch giveaway. We've added ways to win. Me and Pat are going to spend $1,000 of our money to be personal shoppers for three different winners at the Augusta Pro Shop come the first week of April, okay? Because you can't make it here. You didn't get a ticket. Well, we, we are going to be there. And we're going to go in the Pro Shop, and we're going to shop for you. If you win, you're going to send us your address. You're going to send us a few things that you would like to have, some sizes. And we're going to go in there. We're going to do our very best, and we're going to spend the money that you've earned you know, through the contest and we're going to buy it for you. And then we're going to ship it to your door. How amazing is that? Tell me another podcast host that does that for you. And now there are three ways to win. 
The first one we've been talking about, $500 in merch. If you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star rating. Write something that you like about the show. Or if you're on Spotify, five-star rating. Just do that. When you're doing that, leave your Twitter handle, Instagram handle, or email address, whichever you prefer, in the, um, you know, in the description so we can reach out to you. Now there's two more ways to win. If you subscribe on YouTube, we're going to pick one of our subscribers, and you're going to win $300 in merch. If you subscribe to the weekly email list, which we send out to the heavy petting email list and the chalk bomb email, uh, heavy petting goes out on Tuesday, chalk bomb goes out on Wednesday. If you subscribe to those emails, uh, which is in the link of this, this description of the podcast and the video, one lucky subscriber there is going to get $200 in master merch. So we're going to draw three winners here in just a few weeks, right before the masters. So do it now. That's all, that's all you got to do. And you're in, and then you just sit and wait. Maybe you get drawn. We're pretty, I mean, it's pretty nice. I must say so myself. Pretty, we're pretty, it's, pretty cool. It's, it's, it's very generous. Yeah. And you know what also, like, TV knows me. Like, when I get out there, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I know. It, it <laughs> freaking sucks. I do it. And we're like, dang, we got to go and shop. And it yeah. is kind of fun, like, looking at all the new stuff and shopping. But, you know, this is, I mean, it's, it's good stuff, too. It really yeah. is. Yeah, but Pat's all about it, and then we get there that day. He's like, "I'm not fucking doing that. You, you, you can do it." And I'm over there carrying everything. And I got bags everywhere, and I'm trying to. I got post-it notes with people's sizes on it and addresses. And Pat's out there eating a barbecue sandwich and drinking two green, getting green cup disease. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, oh, Aussie DB with the super chat. Thanks, bud. Sorry, I'm late. Sorry, I'm late. But, oh, I said that Aussie. Sorry, I'm late. But thank you, Pat. Butterfly cook. Yeah, oh, I love it. Aussie DB. Thank you, Aussie DB. Road with you. We love him. All right, 7K range. Let's move through it quickly. Um, this one is easy for me. The most Arnie-esque person in this crowd is definitely Ricky Fowler. Who oh, heck yeah. yeah. Also my cash play. And I am very thrilled about this week. Now, listen, I he will be on the betting card. I already talked about him this morning in the first look show. Already bet it. He's on the betting card. I hope... Well, I don't know. He's not going to be low-owned in DFS. So he may be chalk that I end up eating. He may be chalk that I end up going, no, I'm not going to play him in DFS, but I'm going to bet him because I do feel good about where he's at. Uh, I think the chalk in this range, like we've seen in these elevated events, probably not going to be super chalky anywhere. It's going to be pretty spread out. I, I think Tommy Ladd. Tommy Ladd's got a great record here at Bay Hill, loves him some Bay Hill. People love playing Tommy Ladd. I'm interested to see what happens with Taylor Montgomery. having dropped in price drastically and being a name that a lot of people are hot on right now, but coming off of two missed cuts, no record at Bay Hill. I'm interested to see what people do with, with Taylor Montgomery. And then I want to ask you about Chris Kurt, who has played Bay Hill very well. And, you know, he's a veteran, right? He's not, it's not like some rookie who, who uh, you know, has never won before. And, and I mean, Shout out and 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 very honorable, but he's sober, so we know he didn't like get hammered, and he's you know going to wake up in Bay Hill tomorrow. Um, is Chris Kirk interesting to you? Absolutely, he is. I yeah. think I don't care that he won last week. Yeah, and if you want to get off of him, fine. But I think he played Chris Kirk. I think um, a lot came off of his shoulders last week. When you think about the fact yeah. that what all he went through, and he probably would say now and he's very open about you know being sober and all that kind of stuff and what it did for him i think what he's 
you know, more surprised about is what it did for others. Um, so, and, and he'll tell you that, but the thing is, he is, he's always been a great player. He really has. If you look at his demeanor out there, his, his game, like I, I texted this to you, DB, early on because I was really nervous about this. I wanted to get this victory very bad. He is in total control of his game. Now, did he have some rights that you were talking about, DB, that you didn't like? He, he kind of missed, missed it to the right a little bit. But for a guy that um, was looking for his first win in eight years, I thought he was very much in control, even though he was nervous out there. I like where his game's at. I, I mean, even in the kind of in the bad times, if you look at this history here, like you said, I mean, still hasn't finished outside of the top 15 in the last five years with that skip, you know, skipping the year in 2020. Yeah. Um, so I, I just don't think you can avoid Chris Kirk this week. I, I love him. I think he continue to play him. And I would, if he gets an owner, if, if people get off of him and his ownership's even lower, I'm yeah. all over it, all over it. Yeah. I think he's an interesting one. Um, some other names in here that I'm, I'm going to keep my eye on, especially down in the cheaper low 7K range. I think Ben On is a steal here. I talked about him a lot last week. I was happy to see him get that T5 finish. I think Ben On continues to do it here and, and ride some hot form here at Bay Hill. You got your boy Sam Ryder down there. We talked up Adrian Moronk a good bit last week. It was good to see him play well. He's interesting. Um, uh yeah, then then there's a couple names down there we might get into in, in uh later on in the week. But other than that, like Fowler, Kirk, as you know, Keegan's always tempting to me. Um I think Shane Lowry's another interesting one, right? Comes in with tremendous form, but a horrible yeah, record at Bay Hill. Here. I don't understand why he's bad at Bay Hill. Like, how can you be so I don't I just feel like Bay Hill and 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 PJ National are so similar. And, and I don't understand how you're really good on one and you're terrible on another, but I, I think I might be willing to risk it for 7,900 the way that, uh, that Shane's been playing his last couple of events. I, I, I like Shane Lowry here a good bit. I don't know if I can get behind you with Shane Lowry. I think last year was my chance for Shane Lowry to be... To be um, you, you rode him hard last year. Yeah. Hard. To, to, be, to be a favorite of mine, and now he's not. But you know who I liked this week, TV? Who's that? Gary Woodland. Yep. Oh, God. Yes, I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> Gary oh, Woodland. Boy. Let me tell you, though, Woodland is, he's starting to pop a little bit. I mean, you look at his off the tee, top 10, fourth in approach, third in ball striking. I think par five scoring is one we're not even talking about. You know, they could definitely score on these par fives in this course. Woodland is, uh, you know, he finished top 10 here last year with a T5. Been playing better. Top 10 last week, but not last week, but two weeks ago at the Genesis. Um, I don't know, DB. I think it might be time to think about Woodland. Yeah, I can't. Not right now. Um, You're I'm not ready. Your heart's not ready. I'm, I'm not emotionally prepared. I had to deal with the loss of Brendan Steele last year, last week to live. And, yeah. Uh, I uh, just there's only so much heartbreak a guy can a guy can handle. Can I tell you? I, I think this could be a fade. You know, we we always try to make some bold fade calls from time to time on this. Show. Uh, and I think this one could be a good one. But I've got some. I think a compelling argument for why you should avoid this guy. Are you ready? Okay. Right up there with Shane Lowry. I think you should stay away from Sahith 
Tigala. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you. And let me tell you why. Now, you're going to be like, DB, he gained 7.3 strokes on approach last week. Holy crap. Yes, he did. That's fantastic. That's really, really good. That, that carries anywhere. He's got um, to be he's, – he's too scary off the tee. He's scary off the tee, definitely. He also makes up for a lot of stuff with a greasy little short game that I love. It's very Cam Smith-esque, if, if we're honest. Like, Scythe is a little Cam Smith. Like, he's wild off the tee. The irons are, can be really good, are also a little hot and cold at times. But he is always, he, he can keep himself in just about any tournament, easy, difficult, whatever, because the short game is really freaking good. Now, he may not be as good of a putter right now as Cam Smith is, but the short game is very good. He's a creative player. He's a unique player. He plays with some confidence. He's interesting. But here's what he doesn't do well. If, like, look at his recent form and how well he's chipped the ball and how well he's putted the ball on the West Coast. He has only had one successful attempt in Florida on grainy Bermuda, which is different, so different than what he grew up playing, so different than what he's just been doing in 2023. He's only had one successful event, and that was the Valspar, where he still lost strokes putting, but he gained strokes around the green. Other than that, Arnold Palmer last year lost 1.8 around the green, lost 3.7 putting, missed the cut. Uh, Player championship, lost 0.3 around the green, lost 4.2 putting in two rounds, missed the cut. Now, I don't know what wave he was on, but that really, you know, I mean, yes, it, it affected putting, but, I mean, it also really, ball striking-wise, it wasn't good. Never played the Honda. Um, and what's the other tournament I'm, I'm forgetting about? The other, uh, or no, that's all of them. So, like, in, in every Florida event that he's ever played, he's lost strokes putting. And in every one of them except for one, he's lost strokes around the green. You get him on grainy Bermuda, and I don't know that he's comfy just yet. And that's what bails him out often. So I think Sahith is, is the fade this week. I, I cannot argue with you. I really can't. I've, I've been scared of Sahith to play him. I, I, I just I like kind of have to, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, I, I don't know. All the things you said, they seem okay. to work. Are we, uh, we ready to move on to the 6K range? You got anybody else you want to, you got any other thoughts, questions, concerns? Um, let me look here. No. While you're looking, um, it's Kirk. Ex- exciting news, too. Next week, me and Pat will be doing the show live from Pat's couch, from the bonus room couch in Savannah for the second year in a row for the Players' Championship. Me and Pat are together doing the shows next week. Now, last year we did that. Things got very out of hand. The Siwoo Kim thing happened. That was It ended up being amazing. It was just a great night, uh, great content. So we're looking forward to that. Hope you guys are too. It'll be must see. We're also gonna um, we're also gonna roll out a brand new segment with a very special guest that I'm excited yeah, about. Looking forward to that. Um, yeah. So it's gonna be really exciting. Anyway, yeah. any, anybody else you want to touch on in the seven K range? No. <laughs> you're, I'm sure you're laughing at Kissler's comment, which yes. is quite apropos. <laughs> considering is that what, how do you say that? Very apropos. Considering very apropos. When you see the guests next week, you will uh, you will understand. Okay, six uh, K range. Let's talk about the six K range. We always do it now as a draft, snake draft, back and forth, back and forth. 
You, I, I, I don't. Yeah, we don't have to agree on this one. It's just going to be what it is. And we're on a we're on a heater. If you guys are taking our six K picks, and you know you're probably doing pretty good. The week before, we had some really good finishes. Last week, we had four of the six six K players make the cut, including Jason Duffner T seventy four, Tano Goya T fifty five, Andrew Novak T twenty nine, and Ben Martin T five last week off How the six about you. What a we play. were we crushed it in the six K draft. Uh, now, in terms of Arnie-esque people in this range, Pat, I wrote down three potentials. Webb Simpson, Zach Johnson, and Joel Damon. Those would be the three Arnie-esque players here. To go with Fowler, debatable in the 8K range, and then maybe Homa in the 9K and 10K range. I definitely agree with you on Joel Damon. I didn't know about this whole thing before the show, so I have to say, I have to, you know, go with you there joel damon for sure though over zj and webb going back to like what the did drink- i say earlier about smoking like yeah joel damon is the like total guess, yeah yeah you're right I, it, it is joel I, I was more thinking about like how beloved arnie was like that arnie just was beloved by everyone he is beloved but like then you got to throw in some of the other faults that are also endearing look the little rough around the edges stuff i get that yeah. And that is true about Joel. All right. Um, I don't remember who started it last week, so you I go. I think you started it last week, so I'll start. Okay. All right. 6K. All right. I'm going to go up. Um, I tell you what, DB. I, I got to go with my, my, my guy here. Um, and that's, uh, that's Joseph Bramlett. The Bramwagon. Bramwagon at 6,700. I, I, I kind of came on to him a little bit late last week and, you know, did pretty good on the week. Well, not really on the weekend, but he was T55, made the cut. Um, so Bramlin at 6,700. I, I think let's go with him. I like it. I'm going to start us off with, uh, you know, maybe a little chalky, but I don't, I don't, I don't really care. Um, and this will be his first elevated event, right? Yeah, I think so. So that'll be interesting to see how this goes. But uh, I, I'm going to go with Ben Griffin and just ride the hot hand at 6,700. I mean, the southeastern, back on the southeastern side of things, that's going to be comfy for him. The Bermuda is comfy for him. He's kind of doing almost all the things well right now. So um, it feels like a high floor for a guy who, you know, in, in the elevated event, I think could still get it done. So I'm going to go Ben Griffin. Okay. All right. I'm going back up to a, a guy that played all like played well last week as well. Justin Suh. Yeah. I had him. I mean, the guy's, a, a, he is going to be a stud on tour and I like him a lot this week. So Justin Suh at 6,900. Somebody in the nut hut last week, I think it was on the lunchtime chat was asking about Justin Suh. And I said, I remember saying this, I said, you know what? I've never done Justin Suh. I've never, I've never, I've never done that. Um, and up until last week, I said this on the show. <clears throat> I said, it's, it's never really hurt me. Like, he's, he's never really done anything great until last week. Like, he's just never really peaked. And it was interesting to see him and get a little more exposure to, like, who he, who he is as a player on the broadcast over the weekend because I watched a lot of it. But, um, you know, I, I mean, he's got some promise for sure. And, uh, yeah, I, he was a name I had written down now. I, I may be, like, kind of getting into Justin So a little bit. now. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm dabbling. Um, okay. I am going to go with a guy 
at what is he at? 6,700. He finished T38 here last year. Ball striking has been on. Um, missed the cut at the Genesis. Disappointed some folks at the Pebble Beach, at AT&T Pebble Beach when he was a little bit chalky, I guess. But I'm going back to Alex Smalley, just seeing the kid, you know, we just seen him have some peak weeks out on the tour. Uh, two top five finishes in his rookie season, at the one at the Houston, one at the RSM. Houston's kind of a, a strong field. Uh, not, not near as strong as this, but I like Alex Smalley. Okay. Well, DV, I mean, I've got to put the guy, the, the, the group, the family bet through the family, sweat bet? the family sweat bet to finish in the top 20. Adam Schink, I've got to put him in here. All right. You know, the last two times he's played here, he's made the cut. He's, uh, he's, you know, if you look at his form, he's making a ton of cuts. Now, not a lot of top 20s. So that may, may make that top 20 bet a little bit tougher. At plus eight fifty that we're all going to sweat, but I got to put them in our lineup, BB. So Adam Chink. Yeah. Um, okay. I, I don't hate it. Uh, all right. Well, I will button it up with another, another Ben, the guy who you were on, I think last week or whatever. Uh, ben Taylor. I'm going to oh, go yeah. with sixty five hundred dollar Ben Taylor putting the lights out of it. Round the green plays pretty solid. Approach plays pretty solid too. Like the guys having. Quite a quite a good good season so far. He's a bomber, so he's probably we're going to need Ben Taylor to scale it back a little bit this week because he's having a hard time hitting fairways lately. But going to need him just dial it back, maybe hit the, the seven wood or an iron off the tee, just get in the fairway and then go from there. But Ben Taylor's shown some some interesting promise, and um, I, I'm I'm interested. So there we go. The six K draft is Joseph Bramlett, Ben Griffin, Justin So, Alex Smalley, Adam Shank, and Ben Taylor. Fantastic stuff. We're going to do the betting show. Uh, we're going to have some more fun on the betting show, do some, some things a little different on the betting show as well. Should be a good night. Be sure and check us out next week for the Players' Championship live from Pat's couch right off the heels of hosting our Listener League winner, Mr. Burt, uh, happening ne- uh, next weekend. Excited about that. Happy birthday to Pat. Be sure and give him that birthday message in the YouTube comments if you haven't already and subscribe to the channel for them and to enter to win the Augusta merch. And uh, listen, we appreciate all of you. Uh, reflecting on my first year full-time, TJ, love you all and appreciate you all and your, you, you guys watching and listening and interacting and doing all the things we ask you to do all the time. Really does mean a lot, and um, we appreciate it. So let's have, let's have a great week. Mirror screens be green.